Before we hop into this episode, I have a favor to ask of you. If you're listening on Spotify, I want you to respond to my question box, what topic you'd like me to talk about next. If you're listening on literally any other platform, please send me a message on Instagram, TikTok, or even email me at estellecfitness at gmail.com. That's my name, Estelle, E-S-T-E-L-L-E, the letter C, and then the word fitness at gmail.com. It's important to me to create content for you that you find valuable and want to listen to. Thank you so much for your support. Let's get into the show. You're listening to Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I'm your host, Estelle, and I'm super happy that you're tuning in today. I'm a certified personal trainer and life coach whose life within the health and fitness world has been pretty all over the place. So no matter where you are within your fitness journey, I can probably relate to it on some level. I know that fitness is for you and that you have a valued place in this world. I've had my fair share of ups and downs, insecurities, and honestly feeling like an outcast from exercise and fitness. Little did I know that I'd actually become a leader within this space and help women from all walks of life gain confidence, find freedom and understanding, and feel at home within the fitness world. In this podcast, my goal is to help you fall in love with exercise, become amazed by yourself, create healthy lifestyle changes, and break down that confusing gym and lifting stuff so that you can feel welcome and at home within the fitness world. Everyone is welcome here. Let's get started. So I've been chatting with some of you guys in the DMs on Instagram lately, and the most common goals that I have received from you guys for 2023 are one, being consistent with exercise and two, getting stronger or building strength. And you might hear Lemon behind me. I think she's getting settled under my desk. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so those are your guys' most common goals. And While these are fantastic goals, they are very vague and general, and I want to help you get more clear on what that looks like for you and how you are going to do it. So I'm going to be going through a few things that you need to make a part of your life if you want to build strength. But also, before we get into that, I'm going to be helping you guys understand what SMART goals are. So I think this is something a lot of people have heard of before or understand SMART is an acronym for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. So specific meaning what exactly are you going to do? What is the action you are taking within this goal? Measurable. How will you know when this goal has been achieved? What are the targets? What are the metrics of it? Attainable. You need to make sure that this goal is within your scope, that it is realistic for you. Is it relevant? Does this goal make sense for you? Why will it improve your life? Like, what is the reason behind this? Does that, does it really make sense for you? And time bound, finally, like you need to be clear on your time frame. Is it any time this year? Is it before December 31st? Is it in November? Is it in June? Is it within three months? What is the time frame here? So an example of a not smart goal would be, I will get stronger. That is a goal, but it's not smart because we don't know what strength looks like for you. We don't know 
how we're going to know when you've achieved that, you know, it, it does it really make sense for you? When are you going to achieve it by? What's the process? We don't know anything. It's it's just, it's like if, if we were painting a picture, it would just be a gray painting instead of a rainbow. <laughs> we don't know anything. So you can change that by saying something like, I am going to take my deadlift from 100 pounds to 200 pounds within eight months by following a strength training program and applying progressive overload. Bam. We have it all there. It's specific. It's measurable. It's attainable. It's hopefully relevant, depending on the person. And it is time bound. So with this goal, you know the specifics, you know when you'll reach it, you know how you'll reach it. And it essentially states your plan within the goal instead of just being vague. This turns this gray canvas into a beautiful rainbow. All right. So keeping that in mind with your goal, you know, for building strength this year, I'm going to be going through. Now, I actually made a post on Instagram. Um, I don't know earlier. It will as a yeah, last week. I posted it last week. Um, and I'm going to be going through these things that I talked about within my post um to help you guys understand the essentials of uh that you need to do in order to get stronger. See here we have one two, three, four, five. Okay. Five different things I'm going to be going through here. Number one, I have talked about this so many different times before and it will never change. <laughs> and that's you, that you need to follow a program. It's I'm not saying it's impossible to get stronger without following a program. People have done it before. However, you're going to reach a limit and you're not going to surpass that. And you are, it's going to take you way more time. It's going to take you way more energy. And if you have this mindset of like, I want to see progress because progress is inspiring, it's motivating, you might burn out because not following a program is a really good way to burn through your energy and wonder why in the world you aren't seeing the results that you hoped for. Whereas following a program takes the guesswork out of it and it allows you a methodical way to track your progress. So if you wanted to like improve your deadlift, but you're like, yeah, I'm, you know, I just do deadlifts like once a week. Oh, I didn't, I wasn't able to do them last week. You're not going to get anywhere. Your dad is going to stay exactly the same if that. If you want to see progress, you need to be doing 10 to 20 sets of those muscle groups every single week. That requires a program. That requires specificity. You can't get that specificity without a program. So start following a program. I have plenty of programs. I do one-on-one -on -one training. I do custom programming, which is essentially the one-on-one, -on -one, the personal training without all the group or not group calls, without the one-on-one -on -one calls. I have my membership, which is a fantastic place to start. If you don't need all that personalization, there is a very heavy educational component in there. I would love to have you inside of it. Okay. On top of that, following a program, you need to be consistent and patient. Now it's okay. We all have stuff come up in life. It's okay if you take a week off here and there, but overall you should be lifting every single week. And during these weeks, like I just said, you need to be doing 10 to 20 sets 
per muscle group of around an RPE of eight. And I'm going to talk about what RPE means later. It stands for ratings of perceived exertion. We'll get to that later. One thing I really want to bring out here is that most cycle syncing recommendations do not support muscle growth. And I have talked to a lot of people recently. Some have benefited from taking it easier or not lifting on when they're on their period, which is fine if that's what you feel is best for your body. But let's look at this like your period is going to be like five days. Some women, it's up to seven. That's not as common. But like four to five days is fairly average. If you took it easy for four to five days, that could be a really good time to recuperate and uh, regenerate. And that could be treated like as your deload week. So you've probably heard me talk about deloading before. Um, that can be a really good time to treat, treat your, treat your program like a deload. Um, but outside of that, you really can't afford to be like, oh, I'm just going to do Pilates this week. Like you have to be really consistent. If you want to get stronger, you have to be working your muscles nearly to fatigue three out of four weeks, like at least if you want to get stronger and most cycle syncing recommendations just say, oh, take it easy during your luteal. Don't do hardly anything in your menstrual phase. And if you are in extreme fatigue during those times and you feel like you really can't work out during luteal and menstrual, cycle syncing isn't going to fix that. You have something else going on. Like you should have energy. I personally feel incredible during my luteal phase and I hit all my PRs in my menstrual phase. Not every woman is like that, but it shows that this is not necessarily the best way for every person. So be consistent with your lifting. If you're someone who feels like you shouldn't be working out on your period, just do something alternative on your period, some form of movement that feels good, and then get back into it as soon as possible. So there's that. Next, applying progressive overload. I believe I have a whole episode on progressive overload. I'm going to put it in the show notes if if I do. I, I've noticed myself saying I have an episode on this and I'm like, oh, wait, I just mentioned that in an episode. So I'm trying to be a little more careful, but I'm pretty sure I have an episode on this. If it is, it'll be in the show notes. You can listen to that. It gets into this a lot more in detail, but essentially you can't get stronger without progressive overload. So progressive overload is a training principle, and it can look like lifting more weight, asking your body to lift more weight, doing more repetitions, holding um, a movement for a longer period of time, slowing down a movement, pausing within the movement, increasing your range of motion. So like if you normally squat to parallel, squatting below parallel, that would be applying progressive overload and also exercise progression. So just using a more difficult version of that exercise, essentially. So a lot of the time, what I've noticed is that if you did not grow up around weightlifting or you have some limiting beliefs around your strength and your power as a woman or even just like a human being, you might have a number in your head that's like, wow, that's really heavy. Or so a look in your mind like, oh, that weight looks like a lot of weight. I can't do that. I want you to throw all of those thoughts in the garbage, like in the garbage and then take them out to the dumpster and let the garbage man <laughs> take them away and put them in a landfill because they, they don't mean anything and they're holding you back. So instead of that, I want you to set a goal for yourself every single week and don't question it. So if you did a hundred pounds last week, let's say you're squatting, you did a hundred pounds last week. When you go to squat the next week, don't put a hundred pounds on the bar. 
put 105 on the bar, put 110 on the bar. It is expected that you are going to get stronger every single week. The worst possible thing that could happen if you put 105 on the bar, you're not going to collapse like, oh my God, it's 105. Oh no, the bar drops. What's going to happen is that you might not do as many repetitions as last week. So if you did 100 pounds eight times, next week you go in, you put 105, 110 on the bar, you might do one, you might do six reps, might do seven reps. It, it It's fine. You're not going to hurt yourself. And then you are going to gradually see that this weight doesn't mean anything. So I don't want you to hold yourself back because your body is stronger and smarter than you give it credit. Let's take a moment to hear about one of my favorite products, Perfect Supplements. Now more than ever before, it's so important to get your supplements from a high quality and trusted source. Perfect Supplements searches the globe for the best place to source their ingredients from, and then each batch is put through a rigorous third-party lab testing to make sure their products are clean and safe. They have some of the best prices I've found, and what's even better is when you buy in bulk, you save even more. Buy three of anything, save 20%. Buy six of anything, save 25%. And even better, use the code Estelle, that's my name, E-S-T-E-L-L-E, at checkout for an additional 10% off that already massive savings. Okay, back to the episode. All right, so that was number three. Moving on, number four. You need to push yourself. And this is where the RPE comes in. RPE stands for ratings of perceived exertion. Uh, You know, you can imagine like a one to 10 scale. One being like really easy, kind of just like on a stroll walk, like not even like pushing yourself at all, just like super slow, like two and a half, three miles per hour pace, like very, very not sloth, but like you could do this for your whole life. (laughs) So that's one. And then maximal would be like your one rep max, like the most amount of weight that you could lift one time and it is super duper hard. So that's the scale here. And gaining strength doesn't happen in the middle. It does not happen at RPE five. So five is actually labeled as hard. You you have to push yourself more than RPE five. You should really be around an eight. So like, I want to say seven to nine. That's why I pick eight. The weight should feel really heavy and the exercise should be difficult to complete. The last couple repetitions, so let's say you're doing six reps, you're doing eight reps, the last two repetitions or yeah, the last couple repetitions, you should unintentionally slow down. Like you're not trying to slow down in that movement, but you literally have to because it is that heavy. If every single repetition is the same pace from rep one to rep eight and eight is your last repetition, it's too light. You need to go heavier. You're, you should only feel like when you get to that last repetition, you should feel like you could only do one or two more repetitions with perfect form before maxing out. So that's RPEA. And you, the reason this is important is because you need to give your body a reason to get stronger. If you're doing something that your body could do last week, you gave it no reason to change. If you did a hundred pound back squat last week and you go in and do a hundred pounds this week, why is your body going to change? You didn't tell it to. 
you told it to do the exact same thing. Now, that's not to say, going back to the progressive overload, if you held it at the bottom for a longer period of time or you increased your range of motion, that's a different story. But if you're doing the exact same thing, every week and you're not even like trying to do more because you feel like you've you've limited yourself in your mind your body won't progress strength wise it won't so push yourself keeping this rpe8 in mind in mind in mind <laughs> keeping it in mind like are you slowing down those last couple reps are they really hard to complete because if they are you're probably around where you're supposed to be all right now we are moving on to the last thing you need to master the basics. And I talked about mastering the basics a bit in my last episode, but when it comes to strength, I want you to stay hydrated. So this doesn't just mean water. It means with water that has minerals in it because minerals is really what your body wants. So you could get some trace mineral drops, put them in your water. You could add a pinch of sea salt in your water. It shouldn't be super salty, should not taste like the ocean, (laughs) but that is what helps your body retain that water and actually enter the cells. Okay, next, eating enough. You need to eat enough because, oh my goodness, lemon. Do you hear her? I'm not sure if you I think she's irritated with me. She's like making this um, grunting sound. <laughs> so eating enough. I've talked about this before. Um, building muscle is a building process. So you wouldn't expect like if you were trying to like build a house and you had all the construction workers and be like, okay, guys, I want you to build this mansion, but I'm actually going to take away some of this lumber. And I want you to still build the mansion. (laughs) You can't do that. You know, you need to give your body what it needs to do that. So if you are requiring it to build, you need to be in an energy surplus, calorie surplus, not a calorie deficit. Eat more and especially more protein because protein are the building blocks of that muscle. In order to build, your muscle doesn't just need the protein. Building requires energy, so we need fat, we need carbs, but protein is what creates the muscle, okay? So you can kind of think of us the lumber as like the protein and the little workers as the carbohydrates. <laughs> so you really need, you need a lot more food and you really need more protein. Next, sleep is so so important. I want you sleeping seven to nine hours a night, not five, not six, seven to nine. And of those hours, ideally you should not be waking up in the middle of the night. So we want high quality sleep because especially during these hours of like 10 to two o'clock. So being asleep at 10 o'clock, this is when your body prioritizes recovery for the muscles because honestly, your body perceives muscle recovery as not as essential. So it's going to get pushed back. So if you start going to bed at like 11, 12, 1, your body is not prioritizing muscle recovery. And the hormones that are produced to build muscle, essentially, are just kind of pushed to the side. They're diminished. So you are really going to struggle to build strength if you are not asleep 10 to 2. And for a total of seven to nine hours a night, it's going to be hard, not impossible, but a lot harder. And it will be much more of a stressor for your body, which leads me into the next thing is minimizing stress. This is all part of mastering the basics. So minimizing stress. And I don't just mean, oh, my job is so stressful. My kids are stressing me out. Those are stressors. Um, 
But not eating enough, that's a stressor. Not sleeping enough and the sleeping during the appropriate hours, that's a stress. Alcohol is a stressor. Not being hydrated is a stressor. Not getting enough sunlight, vitamin D, that's a stressor. So doing all the things to reduce physiological stress is going to allow your body to give the time and energy it needs to build that muscle. And finally, the last basic I want you to master is little to no alcohol consumption. Alcohol is such a strength killer. I definitely drink, I mean, not like a lot, but I drink maybe like one to two drinks a month. Um, And I'm still able to see progress and da 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 da. I do time it well. I don't drink alcohol typically the day before a workout. Not saying I never do, but I still notice effects. Like if I had alcohol two days before my workout, I still notice some minor, um, some minor effects. And I believe that alcohol, I'd have to double check this, but I believe that alcohol can affect your workout for like up to 72 hours afterwards, you after you've had it. So that's why it's really not beneficial to be consuming alcohol on a regular basis if strength is a priority for you. So just to review these things that include mastering the basics. Stay hydrated, eat enough, eat enough protein, sleep seven to nine hours a night, ideally starting at 10 p.m., minimize stress and minimize alcohol consumption. Not doing these things will hold you back from strength and make it much harder to stay consistent. Building strength isn't isn't just like something that you do short term. This is a mindset that you need to adapt and it's a lifestyle that you create for yourself. And it's one that has totally changed me for the better. So wrapping this up, I want to invite all of you to join my membership. It is the Strong with a Cell membership. It comes with four to five strength focused workouts per week. So what this means is you have four set workouts and a fifth optional workout during some of the phases. There are home and gym versions. That means you get both of them. So let's say you work out at the gym most days. Oops, I want to switch to home this week. No problem. I got you. We have it all. If you are at the gym, you need access to barbells. If you are at home, you'll need like dumbbells, resistance bands, um, a mat. And at some point, a bench will come in handy, but that's not until the later phases. You get a group chat. So that means you get the support of like all the girls in the community. You also have my support, of course, because I'm in, in there. And I just added, I am so, so excited. I just added monthly group coaching calls. So this wasn't something I was previously offering. I was creating new video lessons, educational video lessons every single month, which I have still kept all of those in there. There are currently over 40, I think it's like 41 or 42, educational video lessons all about different aspects of exercise because you know me, I have to educate you. If education isn't a part of it, like I don't want to do it because I don't want to make you reliant on me forever. I want you to feel empowered to make your own decisions and to see through the fitness myths within this industry because it is messy, it's confusing, and it honestly, it's a little bit crazy. So that's all in there for you. But in addition, you get that 60 to 90 minutes every single month coaching with me. We start off with hot seat coaching during the call and we end with general question and answer. 
On top of that, you still have your personal profile on the Trainerize app where you're going to view your program, communicate with me and all the other members. Um, you can track all your metrics, all that good stuff. And it's only $85 a month. And if you pay annually, it's only $75 a month. So I'm putting the link for all of that in the show notes. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And if you want to win a free coaching call with me, all you have to do is leave a review screenshot it, send it to me, and you'll be entered to win that call. The winner will be announced the beginning of next month. I'm so glad you were able to catch this episode of Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I hope that it helped bring more clarity to your life within the health and fitness world, and that in turn empowers you to keep moving forward. I don't believe we will ever have the answers to everything, but we can continue to learn and keep an open mind. If there's a topic you'd like to learn more about, please email me using the link in the show notes. If you'd like to explore different ways to work together, check out my website at estellecfitness.com. That's Estelle, my name, the letter C for my middle name, and the word fitness.com. If you want to get to know me better, I highly suggest following me on Instagram at Estelle C Fitness. I'd love it if you sent me a DM to connect, or if you just want to stalk me on there, that's fine too. Until next time, friend, have a lovely day.